0: Come on Tottenham, stick it in the goal Come on Tottenham, the not so bloody slow You are the first team, the last team my dreams have ever seen Put on that lily white and run on to that green White Hart Lane has seen its pain, it's had its load of nights we fought our team through thick and thin and all those boring nights And when the game is done we'll sing a song and talk it out all night Hey! Come on
1: Tottenham, stack in the season six, episode eight of the Tottenham Family Podcast. Joining me this week, David Fornell from Sussex. Good afternoon. And Zoe Pearson from Watford. Hiya guys. Right, it was back to winning ways yesterday. Um, let's begin with talking about yesterday's match. Um, David, you were there. Um, encouraging?
2: very very yeah i i I could look at it negatively um with a couple of incidents but those incidents actually gave us the opportunity to show uh how determined uh gritty together etc that's one hour with 10 men um yeah very encouraging before we go into more the details very encouraging
1: zoe initial thoughts
3: um i think a lot of the fans were sort of looking upon yesterday's game as uh, a chance to sort of put Southampton to the sword in order to gain confidence um, and sort of try and get back to winning ways. In that in that sense, but I think I think David's hit the nail on the head there. You know, by grinding out such a difficult win, it may actually be more beneficial in the long term than turning at Southampton over three, four, nil. Mm. You know, it might actually breed more confidence in the way that we did manage to sort of hold hold things together yesterday and 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 grind out an all important three points
1: with you'd like to think so i mean um we had it against palace i think that was just after the international break we 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 got a resounding resounding victory and there was, there was a feeling at, the, at at the time that that that's, that's what we needed and then and then it hasn't been so good since then drawing to olympiak leading to Leicester, um the game that took place midweek, which we'll talk about in a, a little bit later in the show, um, and you know, fundamentally, yesterday is a win. It's three points. That that's good. And yes, yeah, sometimes you, you do need to gr- grind out a result, and and that might that might be a stepping stone going forward. It, it might be a sign of um, that strength of character, and hopefully. We can then put a string of results together, and then it won't just become a one-off like Palace, and it'll, it'll, things will start to look look a little bit better. Um, I've got one overriding concern, and I'm, I know there's, I'm sure there are positives that that we can talk about, and and, and Zoe, you you hinted at a few of those, and 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 David, I, I think you were you were gonna expand on that in a bit, but I, I'm gonna go straight into something which really did concern me yesterday. Which is, I felt that when we went down to ten men, we dug in deep, we defended a little bit, little bit deeper on the bo- um outside of the edge of our own box, and then we were effective by hitting them on the counter at pace, which was fine. That was fantastic, and we got the result, and we did it with ten men, and that's great. My concern is that up until that point, we didn't look that fluid going forward when we had. 11 men and we had possession of the ball going from back to front it was the same old Tottenham that we've seen not only this season but recently which is just slow build up and and I'm still I have to say I'm still worried because I, we, we looked effective with 10 men hitting them on the counter and I don't know that that's going to be anything different going forward Are my are my concerns misplaced
2: no, I don't think so. Uh, I, not not entirely. I saw really what you saw. Um, I looked at the game and uh, before and, and I thought, hmm, I think we're going to really do well in this game. Three to four nil. I thought we were going to high press them. I thought there's going to be plenty of energy. And quite as you said, looked at it uh, first ten minutes, quarter of an hour. And I saw same old, same old of, of you know, the last dozen games, should we say home games. Um, a little bit, uh, where we're sideways passing, misplacing Mm. passes, we'd almost looked a little nervous again. Um, But we were just starting to come into the game and and play our way into it when um, Uriah decides to um, go in with a two-footed tackle and behind.
1: We had a... We had a, a couple of questions on that. So um, Dominic Sibley, his Twitter analyst, at Dom Sib, who just says, why is Uri a bit of a twat? And um, mm. Gilly, um, his Twitter analyst, at I Know Alan Gilzin, he says, the scissor tackle absolutely turns my stomach. Even if unlucky with the second yellow, I'd like to see the tackle for the first yellow be a red card offence in the future. Um, whoever does it, um, what are the thoughts of the panel?
3: Oh, we've had, we've discussed Oriaye on here time and time again it it seems like he he doesn't really help himself in his performances you know he's so inconsistent you know we, we we've discussed before about you know Carl Walker Peters and him sort of vying for a place and and every time he's been given an opportunity search he 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 tends to throw it away you know he has a couple of good performances in him and then he does something rash and stupid and brainless and you think how are we how are we given this guy the chance in the first place? You know, I, I think Pochettino's hands are sort of tied in in that position at the moment. I think you know we'll we'll probably elaborate on it a little bit later on in in the pod. But you know, at such time, Poch hasn't really had a choice. He sort of had to to give Serge you know a, a turn at right back. And and the first couple of of games, you know, of him representing the, the club, he he performed well to okay but he does have these moments in him where you know the first challenge is terrible in its own right you know give yourself five ten minutes to just sort of get your head back into the game calm yourself down and don't do anything silly and within I think it was four minutes they said it was for about four or five minutes he had a second yellow you know, and was off in you know and even if the, the second decision is is slightly debatable he shouldn't be putting himself in positions like that in the first place you, mm. you know Po can't legislate for for errors like that you know that's very much down to the player and, and his his ability to to manage his own game and and surge unfortunately seems like the sort of player that, that can't can't really manage his own game
2: yeah i would agree with that um very much uh took the words out of my mouth really he's got to be in charge of his own sort of game manage- management especially when he's the other side from Pochettino as well um he's not going to be in his ear um i, I interesting question um from gilly and, and the other guy uh, saying about the two-footed tackle um from behind if it, it was a scissors clamp really uh i it was a very easy yellow, and it could have given some thought for a red, but uh, I mm, uh, I don't like two-footed when it comes in at the front. If it's either side of the player, as Urias would, was, um, he's not making contact with the player until his legs, thighs hit his ankles, really. So it's it's almost a trip-up, but a bit of a hefty one at that. But it's when the two-footed comes in at sheer weight and studs behind Behind uh, straight in the Ford um, tackle, then that as it is now as a red. So I, I'm not sure, but it, at the same time, what's he thinking by doing that? Uh, it's an easy decision, isn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. he's just he's just giving a free kick away to nowhere. Um, uh, the second one, absolutely no doubt in my mind, that wasn't yellow. Uh, he got himself a little bit out of position. I think he hardly he hardly touched him, but I absolutely agree with you, Zoe when you've just got booked, leave him alone. Don't, don't let the referee have to make a decision. It's just, just so frustrating. And he seems to have these mental apparitions suddenly that he he just blanks and does without thinking. Um, Saying that the ball, I've, I've watched it a couple of times on TV. Uh, and I think the ball did go out for a throw in. Yeah. Uh, Uh, I I, I saw the reaction of the players at the time and I thought that is a reaction of players who know it. It's it's not right. Um, The commentator said, well, well," the linesman sort of was in line, etc., looked at it and he didn't say, well, he was was in line, but the player had blocked his view because the ball was in front of him. So, unfortunately, they couldn't make that decision. I, I don't blame them. It's just one of the things, and there is no camera in line in order to, if we had to go to VAR, um, and I don't think they will for that, but yeah. uh, there was no saving them. So that, that's a slightly <laughs> frustrating moment. But I, at the end of the day, we won, so I can put that to bed and say, well, you know, what the hell.
1: Yeah, I, there was certainly from where I was in the south, there was there was a perception that the ball had gone out of play. Um, you were in the north,
2: David. I, I was.
1: Um, same same. Was, was that your? Uh, false as well first time on seeing it the, the, oh yeah and, okay. and sorry watching it at home were you also the same opinion that it that the ball looked like it had gone out of play oh
3: 100 just by Winksy's reaction he yeah. was adamant he right. was adamant it'd gone out and, okay. and you know you can judge by a player's reaction you know that you know you could you can tell when they're sort of laying on a little bit thick but you, you know it was an obvious decision yeah. that was clearly wrong
1: yeah, no, I agree. So we're we we're, we're all in agree- in, in, in agreement, and, and 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 the players seem to f- to think that, and you know, the, the play shouldn't have continued unless, it it did continue, and and you know, if it hadn't continued, the, the the resulting incident wouldn't have happened, and maybe maybe dare I say even that the Serge's reaction was on the back of 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 the previous incident. Maybe it was an element of frustration. That being said, you play to the whistle. You play, to the, you, 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 you play yep. to the whistle, and and whilst I think in in Serge's defence, I'm going to about to rip into him. Whilst I think in his defence that um, that was a soft decision for the referee, and he shouldn't have. He it's fine, stop the play, but you shouldn't have given give, give. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't if I was a referee. I wouldn't even given give him a yellow card, even even if he didn't have one. But particularly if he did have one, you'd be conscious of that, and he, it's just something soft. Um, that being said, he can't help himself. He really can't. I mean, the, f- uh. the first yellow card was 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 poor. Um, the second one, okay, it, it was soft, but he didn't have to give away the free kick. He didn't no. have to be. And it, it, it's it's just happening all over again with, with with Sergio. A few weeks ago, when when we played Palace, um, I noted that he had a good game. Definitely a good first half. And I said, that, you know, if he, if big if if he continues that level of performance consistently over the course of the season, then you know he'll establish himself as our right back, and whilst hopefully providing um, a situation where where Walker Peters will, will, will be trying to push. Um, push for that sport and 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 a little bit of competition is, is healthy for for both players. Unfortunately, he's just re, he's just reverted to type. He's just d- does what he always does and Yeah. I don't, I just don't think that I know that every you know, I know that Liverpool and City are are leagues ahead of everybody else, but if okay, maybe not this season, but if we've got aspirations of, you know, challenging for league titles and champions leagues and, and 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 whatnot. In fact, if any team has they, you need to have top players. You need to have very good or world class footballers in your team. And I wouldn't even say that he's very good. I just think that he's substandard. And and it, that's a, that's a position that we that we that we need to improve improve upon. I, I know there's a question later on in the running order around that. Um, okay, as it as it was, we we went down to to ten men. Um, I can't re- recall the chronology of events. Had we scored at that point? Were, were we already one nil up? Yes, we yeah. were. Okay, and it was Dom Bellet that got the goal. Um, yep. Good finish. I think he, he had a chance at, uh, earlier on which similar sort of position but it, it sort of fell on his right foot and the ball got under him and, he, and he, he, his back was slightly up so he, he, he got under it but um, the, the one that he did score um, left foot um, went past past the keeper. I've looked at it a few times. The only thing that I, I'd question is whether the keeper could have, could have done, done any better. No.
2: no, it came off the shoulder uh, of okay. the defender. It just flicked and you could see um, Gunn sort of as he was going down and suddenly realised he just sort of jigged his hands up quickly and he knew it had gone. He couldn't adjust. It had gone past him. So uh, a little bit of a fortune uh, for the goal, a little bit, but that's what happens. Um, not not as much fortune as, as Southampton had for their goal.
1: Yeah, so um,
2: that I, I don't
1: know where to, where to be, be, begin with that. Um,
2: well, now, if I was you, I'd start to the World Cup. well yeah
1: i mean i I don't know if either of you saw portesino's comments after after the match where he defended Hugo, um and he just said if if anybody's to blame it's me for playing that way now i think that's 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 a a bit of management there uh, protecting his player publicly which 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 is which is um which is good but and I suspect more. I suspect Postacchino. You know, we won't, you know, we won't change the way we play. Um, question from our own John Steggles. Will Hugo Rickett change the way he plays out now? No, um,
2: no, no. Not, not at all. No. <laughs> the thing is, it, it it's there are two different aspects to this. There's one playing out, and there's one dribbling in your own box with, mm. or even your own six yard box when the centre forward's bearing down on you. And I don't think any manager. I mean, I bless. Pochino for saying what he did um for all the top six sides ish they all play out and this is the question that i posed last week with gilly because he posed it at the beginning of the season and i didn't think that people would start teams would start playing right back almost on the goal line because the goal kicks could be taken inside the area i thought no nah, they won't do that uh, it's, it's all getting too close but they are and they're all doing it and this seems to be the fashion if you like um and and so of course he's being encouraged to play but we all know that unfortunately the one thing loris has uh, an issue with is playing the ball out he just doesn't have that skill but as we saw for the rest of the game his shot stopping is second to none so he sort of saves himself in the end doesn't
1: he that's, that's a question from dominic sibley who just says should hugo just kick it away sometimes or is playing from the Back the best way forward. So, as, as you sort of made made that distinction, David, that I, when we're not going to change the the, the the way we play. Um, and I saw Sam Ad, Al, Sam Allardyce earlier on t- earlier on today on, on 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 TV go on about how you know playing out the back isn't perhaps the best way forward, and teams just do it to play pretty f- expansive football. Um, I think he's completely missing the point as to why teams. Play out of the back. Um, we're not going to change that, but should Hugo perhaps just lump it in that yes. scenario? Th- there is a there is an argument which was said if he did lump it. I mean that that's playing percentages and, and that's a safe thing to do. But if he did that, rather than it ending up to a, uh, one of our players or just going further up the field, it just goes out for a throw-in to groans and moans from 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 fans. So he's damned if he do- does, damned if he doesn't.
2: Well, he he is. You're, you're right, but um, your fans of I'm afraid are very fickle. We're we we're, we're very fickle things at times. Um, but that if you'd ask the fan, well, what do you want him to do? You know, do you want to get him caught? Do you want him to get caught again, and, and make us look all idiots? Yeah. Um, or or do you want to just moan? At it's gone out. And and of course you'd say, well, there are there are occasions, and that's what I'm saying. You don't. Um. You know. You you can play out and and do little almost one twos and just build up from the back and then there's that moment where no and after that he pretty much didn't try and play it to anybody he just played the ball long he settled himself and said right get rid of this don't do it twice in a game and and Mm. so you know we didn't we didn't suffer for it all right we didn't keep much possession but then we did only had 10 men so
1: Yeah, I mean, Rose Rose Ed, despite the groans and the moans, is always better than a Cruyff term that doesn't pay off and and, 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 and ends up in a goal.
2: Indeed.
3: You know, you actually see him change his mind. If you if you watch it back, you actually see the point where he goes to he goes to stick his foot through it, and then he changes his mind. And uh, I think in that situation, you know, we can we can throw Hugo under the bus as much as you know as much as we want to. And you know, it was a s- stupid thing to do, and it was a silly decision to make. But I think you know David hit the nail on the head there by you know saying that it wasn't necessarily the mistake that he made, but it was it was how he subsequently responded from it. And you know, he, it, it could be argued that his his couple of saves in that second half, you know, almost sort of earned us the win in on their own merit, really. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's been a, a big debate on social media about his stance as captain and if he's worthy of the armband and it's, whether it should be given to another candidate like Kane. And, you know, I think Harry Kane has all the... All the qualities of a captain. You know, and putting an armband on him is not gonna it's not gonna make head nor tail a difference. But I think, you know, for, for Hugo, I think how he responded was was exactly the sort of character that we would want in a captain in in terms of not letting it affect him for the rest of the game. And, you know, I'm 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 glad that he managed to sort of get it out of his system, you know, after having such a catastrophic mistake to then you know, rectify it in the best way that he could. In, 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 like you say, his his strength, which is which is shot stopping. We we know that it's been that way for the last seven years. you know, it's for one mistake. I, I, you know, I wouldn't want to be in a position where we're stripping the captaincy. I think that, you know, there's there's arg there, you know, there's an argument to say that you know to keep the cohesiveness in the dressing room. You, you don't want to be doing things like that, and and you sort of putting players backs up when at the moment we need. Them
1: to be a cohesive unit. Um. Yeah. No. I, yeah. He's um. Strange on Here you Because. Um. Every now and then, he'll he he make some mistakes. Fans get on his back. Um, the whole captaincy thing. I I find. I find a little bit odd. How many years has he been? The team captain, club captain even um, pretty much the five years that Pochettino has been there I know he yeah, didn't start off initially in 2014, I think we had uh, uh, Kabul and Ali Bayor and I think Yan had the captaincy initially, possibly, I think it was, it was three players and and Pochettino was, was um, rotating the the, the the captaincy Um some of those players are no longer at Spurs, and and then not so long after all of that, um, Hugo became captain, and and that's that. There, there are there's Oasis debates that you know perhaps a goalkeeper isn't the best um, player to be uh, well, captain, and it should be an outfield player. But he, the, that's not going to change. He, he is the captain. He's been the captain.
2: There are two there are two things I bring to that. But, uh, there are, I mean, I could think very quickly two captains um goalkeepers to world cup winners dino's, three, off. I, dino's off being one of them the spanish goalkeeper and i can't think Ooh. of his name escaping Ca- me um uh,
1: cassis. cassis
2: yes yep yes. he was captain um and of course hugo captain of france so three yes. i mean that's quite an astonishing fact there probably is another one but i can't think of him if it is um so there we are i've got three hugo was naturally the captain the beginning um Harry was on the bench at the beginning uh, when he started, and uh, um, so we were never quite sure um, of of his abilities in those days. But um, I I wouldn't want to take it off of him. Now, yesterday, there was a very particular moment where Danny got down, it's late in the game, Danny Rose had got down the left, got his cross in, excellent cross it was, and, and Harry Kane slid in, and it just about an inch short of his studs, almost a goal. But that ball had come off of a defender and we really went for a corner. Harry, uh, um, Danny went potty at the ref and he started to go and gave him a bit of a mouthful. Referee wanted a word, Harry goes up, grabs Danny by the shirt and starts to shake him about a bit. He did all the things a captain should do. Mm-hmm. It was almost like Dave McKay there. And I thought, yeah, that's the stuff. That's what we need. So at the end of the day, Harry is the captain out on the pitch. But Hugo will remain that captain. And I, and I think it would be a negative if you take the captaincy away from Hugo, because mm. he'd be asking, well, why are you doing that? So he's captain. At, don't forget these days, your club captain is doesn't necessarily mean on the field. It means off the field as well. For, mm. Forget his drink driving problems. But it's off the pitch and all those things you have to do. And, it, and he's a great ambassador. I mean, Harry is. I mean, Harry's perfect for it. I know. And, and in time if all things remain, and Harry remains, I'm sure he'll be captain shortly um, once we move on from uh, goalkeeper to the next one.
1: Yeah, and, and and we will do it at some point. Hugo is, he's still got a few years ahead of him, but I, I, um, at some point, we, we, we're going to have to start looking ahead to the future. Um, just on Hugo, question from Kent Goodrich. Um, he says, who was your man of the match? Um, weirdly, I pick Hugo. He made an error that 99% of keepers wouldn't make, but also made some saves that ninety nine percent of keepers wouldn't make. Earned us three vital points. I think that's that's a fair point.
2: <clears throat> yep, uh, it, it is a fair point. Uh, for me, uh, Sissoko, I thought he was absolutely immense yesterday. Absolutely immense. Uh, as soon as Aurier went off, I didn't see. I looked on the TV TV today, and I thought, well, can I see an instruction? I didn't see anything come from the bench. Um, probably something like a. Uh, uh, Maybe um, uh, uh, Laurie spoke, uh, or one of the centre backs, Toby or Yan, and said to uh, Sissoko, you know, slip into right back. But I got a suspicion. He just, yeah, I'll go there. Put his hand up. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. And he just was immense. I mean, that with one player over, we went compact. They stayed wide, obviously stretching us out. And he read it just about every time Sissoko's positioning himself right. They kept trying to put it on the inside of him. He still managed to get round. He he did he did nothing what I call remarkable, but he was absolutely solid on the day, and he was very much part of us not conceding after um, we went ahead.
3: The positive thing about yesterday was that I mean aside from Aurier, and uh, you know you can you can make a case for pretty much everybody else on that pitch you know having a having a shout for man of the match you know defending resolutely you know Winksy being everywhere in midfield yep. Sistuka, like you say to, uh Ndombele's finished Kane you know being Harry and and not letting us go down without a fight and I think that is the most positive thing we can take from yesterday is is that there was no real and obviously Hugo like you say um you know Turning things around, and you know, that's that is the one positive thing we can really take from yesterday is that nobody really put their head above the parapet, it was a very much a team performance, and that's probably what we need right now.
1: Yep, hmm. yep, I'd, I'd agree on that. the map, now the match, Sasoko was superb. Um, I Obviously, he was awarded a, a new contract on, on Friday, which is which is good. I know there were a few eyeballs raised because of his age. He's, he's 30 and, and a four-year contract takes him to 34. Um, I think that two things. One, I think that a few years ago, if, if somebody had said you if going to be awarded a new contract. Um, the men in the men in white coats would have would have taken you away. That's it. You you'd be sectioned um, The life. Finished. Um, so it's remarkable. What a what a, what a, what a remarkable turnaround. I mean, we can credit Poshasino, but uh, there's one player that we, we one person that we've got to credit, and that's the player himself. Um, yeah. Not just because he's turned the situation around, but because he's turned it around against a backdrop of so much shit that we every fan that I can think of was was giving him that you know he he was booed he was it just he just received so much stick um and and he's and he's turned it around and that requires real mental strength um uh, part of me I look at him and okay technically you know he he might not be might not be the greatest player particularly in, in in the final third but um I can't but help thinking I know he's not a right back, but the temptation there with 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 now suspended um, for Brighton next week, it, it, for me would be to play him at right back. So I, I look at the other options and I think, do I want Sanchez Sanchez there? No. no. Uh, Foyf, I don't know if he's back yet. No, uh, he's, he's not. Right, and he's not really a right back. I mean, if Pochettino, if Pochettino thinks he can play there, fine. Um, let's see what happens. But I, I've not seen anything yet on the few occasions I've seen for it to convince me that, that that's um that's his that's his position although I I you know Pochettino has has played players like Derek Dyer out of position before and and we've 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 questioned it and and they've turned out to be uh, revelations um Walker Peters but it doesn't really seem to have much confidence in him I, I just can't help but think that Uriah might end up with time as he gets older um Playing somewhere in the back. If we played, for example, with a back free, not, I, I, not, I, not
2: sorry, You mean so, sorry, uh, uh, um, Soko? Sorry,
1: Soko. I can't but help but, but but think that maybe as he gets older, he might end up playing as a sort of sweeper.
2: Oh, mm. I can't imagine that one. I must admit, but I think the option at the moment, possibly, uh, they may play Kyle Walker-Peters next week if he is fit. Um, but uh, I. I if you play Sissoko for the moment, while Uri is out, um, it just leaves you Dembele, Winks, and then bringing Lamella in. So you've got a, mm. a slightly more attacking force, if you like. Um, so I, I actually think there's a benefit to it. Um, certainly, I wouldn't think twice if I... I wouldn't raise my eyebrow if I saw him on the team sheet at right-back uh, next week. I'd be more than happy.
3: You've got Eric Dyer as well. You know, starting to to make his way back into the team. I I know he can play right back, and yeah. you know, there's there's lots of there's lots of options in this one position that, you know, there's nothing really long term. I mean, even even Serge Aurier, you know, he's not a long term solution at right back. Baynes, I, mean, I I I don't foresee him being at the club. Long term, you know, it's very much a case of get to the next couple of transfer windows and and see if we can if we can strengthen that position. But you know, in terms of actually, you know, trying to put a square peg in a round hole, we we have we have a fair few options in our know, Pochettino's disposal, and it's just who will be the right fit for the for the short term. And you know we're not privy to to Pochettino on the training pitch, and you know, I'm sure he'll make the right decision, whatever that may be. You know, and it's, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be against seeing Sissoko in that position. He looked he looks fairly comfortable when he had to to cover for Serge, and he's played in that sort of position before for us. You know, when I mean, he's had to drop back and cover in those positions. So. You know, whether that's his long-term position, I'm not entirely sure, but the new contract for, for Sissoko is, is definitely a, a pat on the back mm. from the management, you know, for how he's performed in the last couple of seasons. I you that... know, it, it can't not be...
2: Absolutely.
1: When um, when we signed Dembele in the, in the summer, the school of thought that, that, you know, Dembele and Winks would, would, would be the main midfield pairing and, and Sissoko would take a little bit of a back seat despite you know despite having an outstanding season um, at the moment he's just performance after performance sort of saying don't you know don't forget I'm there I'm, I'm don't forget about me I'm, I'm I can still do it I can still make a valid a valuable cont- contribution and whilst maybe further down the line we, we might make a, a, a further acquisitions in, in, in midfield and when Lo Celso, Lo Celso returns from injury, as and in when he establishes himself, it might be that at some point Sissoko does slip down the, the, the pecking order but what a player to have, a, have in the squad and, and somebody that's just got a good attitude, works hard and like I said at the beginning, it great mental strength do you know the right back thing the situation reminds me a little bit of Pochettino's first season um, in that we had Carl Walker but we didn't really have anybody else I think we had we had Carl Norton and we sold him in January and then the only other option we had was um a defender, Vlad Kir- Kirikarez, who played the odd game okay. at right back, and if you, you forget about the, these names, but he, he was awful. Um, and and he, and then when we signed Trippier, we thought we sort of addressed that situation, and obviously Walker would send back fear and you had Trippier, and they were pushing each other, etc. And since Walker's left, and I don't, I think Walker had flaws in this game, but since he's left, it just feels like that position hasn't been addressed. And I know there was a clamour in the summer for, for, for everybody. Um, to say that we should get rid of Trippier um, and we have done that but I just feel we're, we're, we're weaker and whilst we've got options like you said I've completely forgot about Eric Dier and his versatility that he can play there there isn't one real outstanding player that's that's making a claim for that spot um, yeah. and that, that's what goes back to my early thing about, about Uriah and you look at other teams they've got good good. you look at Liverpool, um, Liverpool Trent, Trent Alexander-Arnold they've got good players at right back we don't um, it yeah. needs, it's something that they need to address um, let's talk about the goal yesterday um, the, the winner, Harry Kane fantastic finish
2: absolutely absolutely. just, just quality isn't it it's his it's quality again um, and Ericsson for much of it he was getting uh, a bit of stick he put in some work yesterday but he's uh, a um, little touch onto Kane there it's just those moments isn't it and Kane's ready for it uh, one touch, bang I mean that's what forwards do, isn't it? I mean he left the keeper standing, didn't he? Just, I mean yeah, nothing spectacular, but it's it's workmanlike and it's efficient with Kane, workmanlike and efficient, and he just bang and it's in the corner before you even know it. Um, what a, what a wonderful time to score it! Down down mine that was as well. Mm-hmm. That was quite nice. <laughs>
1: the movement movement from Kane off the ball. I mean I, I know the the the, the passing and the interchange between San and. And Ericsson was, was slick, um, but the movement from Kane off the ball, I thought that yep. was superb.
2: Mm. But that's what he does, and that's why he makes it look easy, because he's he's just stepped left, defenders gone left, then he steps back right away from him, and it's too late. The defenders, one just one step away, allowed him just to have that one touch um, to set himself up, bang, half folly.
3: I think I think Sunny deserves a lot of credit. I mean, he had a quite a quiet game yesterday. Yes, but he did. I think that for that for that that particular move, he continues his run. Kane sort, of sort of drifts towards the the far post and and and, and he sort of continues his his run going forward. And you know he had a he had a quite quiet match. He's he's had a, you know the last few days games. He's not really, you know set the world alight but you know that continually his run into the box and just giving ericsson that extra option and you know buying came that little bit of time and space that he needed in order to then you know when he did receive the ball and it was such a cute little finish as well it was sort of on the half volley wasn't it into yeah. that corner and you know the keeper was nowhere he was getting to it and it, it's it's came doing what he does all the time and, and knowing exactly where where the goal is and you know, when you've got a finisher like that in the team, you know he'll always he'll always give us a chance to come back into into a into a game. You know, if he gets the opportunity and he's in the right place, and it was his, it was his best game for a while actually. I think Harry. you know, he's he's looked a bit off the boil himself, but I think yesterday was his best game for for a, for a little while.
1: That's the sixth goal of the season. Um, not bad for a player that's like you say, not maybe not been at his best. Exactly. I think. I think it's his 130th goal for us, and he needs six more to overtake Cliff Jones, um, which I'm, I'm sure he'll he'll do very at some point this, this season, sooner rather than later, um, as the third highest goal scorer, first goal scorer of all time, behind Bobby Smith and Jimmy Greaves. I think Jimmy Greaves got about something or another. I can't. I forgot 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 the figure of of, of my head. Um, a hundred and thirty, by the way. Um. If he doubles that amount um, and gets the 260 uh, um, Premier League goals, he'll overtake Alan Shearer. Wow. Who's the leading Premier League goalscorer. Now, Alan Shearer played until. Uh, so, she, Kane's 26. Um, Alan Shearer played until he was 35. Thirty-six, I believe. So if Kane keeps going on for another nine or ten years, um, and bearing in mind he was a little bit of a, you know, in terms of his sort of progression into the Spurs team, I think it was a little bit, a little bit later than 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 um, Shearer. He could he could get very close, if not overtake that that. That record. I, I should add that when when Shearer, for, for the early part of Alan Shearer's um, career at Blackburn in the Premier League er- era, that is obviously he was at Southampton before that. Um, there were forty-two teams. Sorry, there were there were forty-two matches. There were, sorry, there, there were twenty.
2: Twenty-two teams. Know, Twenty-two
1: 30. teams. So how many matches would that have been? Um, forty-two. Yeah. 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 Yeah, there are forty-two games, so he had extra extra games to to do it anyway. You can you can see Kane Kane overtaking, um, or getting very close to both Jimmy Greaves in terms of our overall record and Alan and Alan Shearer, and not to mention the England record as well. Um, question from another one from Dominic Sibley. He says, "Do you think McGusty's performance shows that the squad is together?" And Can one of you call John Terry a cunt? Because it's funny. Well, I, I've just done that. So I, I've, thank I've, I've, thank I've you. U- I've used the aforementioned word because David's too much of a gent and Zoe's a lady. So um, <laughs> there you go. And I'm just a foul-mouthed football fan, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> first part of his question. Um, uh, gutsy performance? Um, does it show the squads together?
2: Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, 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 I would add to that because... The reason for that question, I, I presume, is because we've got three players in particular, um, or four players, if you had um, Danny Rose, that all wants some, in some form want out, uh, as we understand it. And I'm sure they do, because they would have signed a contract by now. Danny, may, maybe not so much. But mm. with Ericsson, our two centre-packs of Jan and Toby, I can't read it any other way by now. They must want out. Or unless they think they can play brinkmanship for an even bigger contract from us. I don't know. But yeah. it do, it does not show a full togetherness when they want to do that. But in saying that, while they're at Spurs, I mean, Ericsson really got through the miles. It wasn't his best game. There were times he was a little bit off with his passing and got caught in possession a couple of times. I, 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 it's not that they don't want to put it in. They are there's a slight difference between somebody who's fresh and coming in like La When he comes in, he'll probably be running around and, and wanting to do well, wanting to show what he can do. And now the other boys are at the other end of that. And just as much as they believe they are, you know, yep, yeah, I'm going to put it all in. There are just moments where their heads might just slightly go down. And, um, but I, 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 I it, it's just in today's game, if you're not on a hundred percent you get found out on that pitch today years ago tony adams and co at arsenal were on the beer the night before um, still drunk the next morning coming in getting away with it because they could then you can't now you know these these are absolute athletes and and that doesn't in, uh, include not just um the all the training and all the mental conditioning, the food, etc. But, you know, that positivity, you know, they have people there that work on that positivity. And if, you, if your head's not entirely and you're just half percent, it shows. And I, I, so I don't believe they're not putting it in. I believe they are together. But I think those three, I mean, Jan and Toby did just fine yesterday. Hmm. There was nothing there to tell you that they weren't pulling the same direction as everybody else.
1: Before I bring in Zoe, just very briefly, um, Jan, is there anything to suggest that um, he, he wants out of the club? I mean, I just well,
2: yeah, he's, make, not, he's not signing a contract.
1: Well, has, I don't know. if The contract's been has, has there been one put on the table in front of him? I mean, we, with 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 Danny Rose, pretty much, it's, um, the club are quite happy for him to look for a club in the in in the summer. That, that's a long going thing. Ericsson, I mean, we know the situation there. Toby, definitely a contract has been put in front of him previously, and he's not signed it. And we've got through the those nervy summers where we expected somebody to come in for him, and then particularly this this summer with with, with the twenty five million million thing. Jan, he his situation I thought was the same as Toby's in so far as they both had a. Um, a contract extension which was exercised last season the only difference was Toby had that clause which meant that a club could come in and, and put 25 million um, in the summer which they, they, they didn't um, maybe maybe over the course of the season we'll, we'll offer a new contract to again I, I, I'm not, I, not yeah I, I don't know that, that oh, that's it, the case
2: uh, look how much has he got left in his contract do you know
1: the, well up until the summer
2: yeah, yeah so he, they would have offered him one by now. They would never have let it got this far. Um, it, they are refusing or, or asking for more than what we're offering or whatever it is, we don't know. But he's not signing it um, at this moment. So uh, it, there's no way they're not offering a contract to Jan. Um, he's been arguably our best player over the last few seasons. and you, know, you can argue with Son and so on, but he's he's, he's been a Rolls-Royce of a player. He's still got a comfortable three years, maybe four years ahead of him. Um, and, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't be averse to him being offered a four-year contract, uh, the same as Hisoko, um, uh, to give stability, because, you know, that, that that would give a definite, that spine to the side. They will they would have offered him something. And for some reason that we don't know, he's, he's, this moment, he's still not taking it. It's a, it's a bizarre thing. And mm-hmm. I don't blame the club um, at all. It's just the modern-day footballer, after Bosman had um, got that ruling, um, the players owned their own contracts effectively and they could run them down and they could walk out. Because before Bosman ruling came in, if your contract ran out, the the club said, well, you can't go anywhere because you're still signed to us. Even though there wasn't a contract, he couldn't go, which was um, against working practices. So um, players are now, they've seen what, likes Sol campbell has done um and they know they can walk out and get the transfer fee in extra wages in their own pocket so mm. if if that if that's what it is
3: I mean, with the situation with Yan, I mean, it's just sort of popped into my head now. But is, isn't he best best friends with, with Musa Dembele? Although, you know, they've been close friends for, for a long time. And he's probably seen, you know, Moussa's had the, the, the massive payday going off to China. I mean, nobody knows what's going on in, in Yan's mind. No one knows what's going on in, in any of the players' mind. But, you know, maybe, maybe there's a part of him that thinks that, you know, if he doesn't sign the contract extension at Tottenham, that he can get another big pay there by accepting it, you know, a couple of years in, in, in China. You know, I mean, it means upsticking up his family and that might not not necessarily be in his mindset. But, you know, you, you can't help but think that, you know, especially with someone who he's got such a close relationship with in, in Musa. you know, he may he may be in the position where he would consider that. No, nobody Nobody really knows except him.
1: Or well, dare I say it? Never mind China. Somewhere closer to home, like Manchester. I mean, how they didn't replace company in the summer, Man City is is beyond me. Either yeah, but... surely, surely either Toby or Yan would would be perfect for for Man City yeah. in the short term. Yeah, I was having a conversation with, with 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 a couple of Spurs fans, and we were debating this, and they were both of the opinion that, or particularly Toby. City would, would would come knocking for him in, in January because you know they've got Stones injured, they've got Laporte injured, they've not really replaced company. I, I couldn't see that myself because why why would why would we sell if unless if if either Toby or Yan are integral players this season um, in the in in the starting eleven and we're doing well and it's January why would we sell our best players in January? Even yeah. if they could, even if they can go for a free, um, I could make it. I possibly I could see Ericsson going in a swap with Dybala, for example. That might be the only exception, something like that. But I couldn't see us losing either of those centre backs in, in January. I, I think that's madness. Um, cause also, from a monetary point of view, how much how much would, would we get for them in January? Ten million, something ridiculous, probably, because because clubs know they can get them for free in the summer. Mm. Um, very briefly, Zoe. Just going back to do- Dominic Sibley's question: Do you think the gutsy performance shows that the squad is together?
3: Um, I, I believe so. I think you know you guys have sort of, you know, said you know all that is all that's to be said for it. Really, I mean, you you can't you can't battle for the best part of you know seventy minutes, however long it was, with, without seeing a form of togetherness. Because I think had, had the squad not being together, I think the, the, the game could have easily gotten away from us and, and it would have fallen, all fallen apart. Um, I, I think the fact that everybody stood up and, you know, the effort that was shown on the pitch and then obviously to, towards fans off the pitch, you know, and, and, and seeing things on social media today, you know, people like Ericsson and and, and, and Toby, and even if it's just, you know, their, their camp sort of putting out the, the standard tweets after a win. But, you know, that's the sort of things that the fans want to see. You know, they want to see people like that being vocal on social media and, and getting, you know, getting riled up because we've, we've managed to sort of get a win together. I, mean, I think the, the longer-term um, position where, whereby we'll see how together the squad is if we can get a cohesive run of games together. And, and a, a cohesive run of victories. I think then we'll 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 see exactly how together the team is. But mm. but certainly the performance yesterday gave gives me a lot more hope than it than it did, you know, at the start of last week when it all seemed very 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 bleak.
1: And, and briefly before we move this on to other other matters, going into our next league match um, next weekend, Saturday against Brighton, um, uh, are you both feeling confident that we can? Um, make it two wins on the spin and get that elusive away victory
2: Absolutely oh, absolutely. Yeah. Brighton a, a, a middling at the moment at best um, and, and you, off paper I mean, the, the, you've only got to look at the bookies and I'm sure they'll put us as big favourites um, Southampton I think we were 5-2 to two on which made us big favourites for that game and I would say Southampton at this moment are a better side than Brighton um i'm a bit disappointed with brighton actually i thought potter would get them going a bit so um i you know anything can happen as we as we saw yesterday who could have predicted that oh you did Jeff, didn't you yesterday <laughs> you predicted 2-1 and urea yeah. sent off as i remember
1: um I, well it was close i i, I thought a fullback would, would, would be sent off which was rose but um yeah no it was a <laughs>
2: So, but it can be predicted. But and um,
1: sorry, and I also thought that we'd, we'd, we'd um, that their goal would, would be a would be an own goal, and it's, I don't know, it wasn't, but it,
3: it's good it as, was,
2: yeah, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, it we sort of fairly as.
1: shot shot ourselves in the foot with 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 the goal that we conceded. Um, okay, right, the Spurs ladies were in action earlier today, um, against. Uh, I say it again, not the Spurs ladies, the Tottenham women were in action earlier today against West Ham at the London Stadium in front of a crowd of 24,790, which is impressive, and they won, they won the game 2-0 goals courtesy of Rihanna Dean in the first half um, and then a second half strike late on from Lucy Quinn which made it 2-0 that win takes the Tottenham ladies to Tottenham women even, to fifth in the table um, behind Everton, Chelsea, Man City and Arsenal. Um, Tottenham women next in action in a few weeks from now, in fact. Um, they take on Manchester United on Sunday the 13th of October. That's a midday kickoff, off a 12.30 kickoff um, for that one. So congratulations again to the Tottenham women. Right, uh, let's, we're going to have to discuss this, but the Colchester game earlier in the week, um, I was a little bit... Depressed and downbeat as you would be after any any defeat, but you know, the, I was felt more that way because of the reaction of our fans, and I it's, it's understandable. You you lose a game, you lose a you go out in a cup competition. It's it's uh, it's one route to winning a picking up a trophy, and, and we've been starved of trophies. Um, you go out to a team that's several divisions below below you. There's all the bragging rights. You know, the next day at work or whatever. I understand all of that, and the performance was poor, so I understand people's frustrations and people's anger, but I felt that some of the reactions towards Pochettino on social media um, were pretty, if not disgusting, then certainly irrational.
2: Yep, yep absolutely it's that sentence of entitlement again isn't it Mm. um what we've got to do as fans i'm going to rant about it this as fans is try and ignore the media the whole premier league everything changed when the premier league started and as it's built up momentum um with the media they like to to support certain teams and down maybe other teams that ones that are vulnerable and then wind their fans up and, and there's no better person doing that as that guy on talk sport Adrian Durham who particularly just loves to throw in a little um, bomb in there just to get everybody wound up and it's ridiculous absolutely we get managers sacked and that writes more headlines so the more the media wind the fans up into almost suggesting that Pochuccino's lost it you look at it he's he' he wants out I mean today it's Again, it's, 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 we're going to have Gareth Southgate to replace him. All that is set to wind us up. There is no, there's nothing behind it other than writing a few lines and chuckling into their coffee while they do it. And we're foolish enough to follow it and then get cross about it and then start Poccino out. And then even Pochaccino has to pretty much answer those questions um, for his... Um, uh, uh, whether he's going to be here and and it's just it's just so wearing that people are so silly I'm going to put some um, s- something on this one with Colchester um, out of all the Premier League teams that played last week um, every Premier League team made nine changes or more <coughs> nine changes or more um, and so that That clearly shows what everybody thinks of the Carabao Cup now Mm. it is a it is a cup and I understand a little bit absolutely it's like a man without water in the desert I you know I've got to have it well let me put it in more perspective to to win the Carabao Cup you win a hundred thousand pounds that's for a lot of Premier League players that's half a week's wages it's just not worth playing. So, there we were. What do we what do we want? I, I what I wanted to see was Troy Parrott play. I thought, yeah, gone play him, play him. Great. He's playing him. I was happy as Larry, so I'm not complaining afterwards. And I'm really not. Colchester did a very good job and you should should give them that that, that um plaudit straight away. That they were well worth the draw at the end of the game, that ninety minutes. They defended well
1: and that's what it was by the way it was a draw they beat us on penalties
2: yeah yeah it was just penalties all right ericsson as you quite rightly said missed his third one in, in a row why yeah. he was given that penalty i don't know but there we are we've gone out um it's not something it wanted to do because it would have given us more opportunities to play fringe players and youngsters it's a very good thing for that but beyond that i'm afraid this is you know again this is different days You know, Carabao Cup, 100,000, really? We earned over 70 million on our run in the Champions League. We play Bayern Munich on Tuesday. What do you think's in Pochettino's mind? Some of the people were saying, should have played a better side. You should have played to win it. Fine. But Pochettino is paid eight and a half million a year to make sure those players are conditioned right for the most important games. And if he thinks that playing in the Carabao Cup for £100,000 is worthwhile getting injuries with, with what could be cloggers. I'm not trying to suggest that that's what cultures are, but, you know, these teams, then they could decide to put it about a bit. Um, we end up with injuries coming into Saturday, which Southampton was an exceptionally important game. We made it more important than, we sh- than it should have been, maybe, because of um, recent results. And then we got Bayern Munich on Tuesday. Well, I know what I prefer, and I'm... You know, I, I, I was cheesed off. I watched it, um, and I really, thought, oh, really. And we just the game was as plodding as it gets, but you know, I, I, I'm I'm all I'm all right with it. I'm all right with it. You know, it's, I, I hope we target the FA Cup a bit more, and I hope those games fall in the right place where we haven't got um, midweek Champions League games straight afterwards.
1: But before I bring, bring you into it sorry, um, so very briefly, my my um, my feelings about the other day are yes it's just disappointing to go out of a cup competition because it, it's a route to a trophy yes the performance was dis- disappointing but these things happen um, it's not uncommon for a big team to lose um, against a lesser team in a in a, in a cup competition um, my bigger concerns the things that I'm not all right with are our form over 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 this season over this calendar year um if that's addressed then and, and we start to you know turn things around and, and start to, to, to get some level of consistency and win away from home and play a lot better then then I'm far more far more um, relaxed um that to me is much more important than than a one-off game even though it's it, it's it's um it's it's difficult to take because yeah it it was a poor performance it, we weren't great and I'm not potch out by any stretch of the imagination anybody who knows me knows that but um, there are there are critiques of Pochettino that that you, you you can make there are things you've got to question you 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 look at and you, you know and and there are things that he needs to take some responsibility for. But I also think the players need to take some responsibility for, for the other night and, and, and for this season um, when, when we haven't done well. And I think the club, the board, I think I might have said it on the last pod, um, we've made... Um, we could have done better in so far as we've gone through two transfer windows where we haven't purchased anybody, and maybe now we're playing catch-up for that. As a club, we've got to this awful situation where we've got several players... Um, uh, that find themselves in the final year of their contract, and I think that's a situation we should have never, as a club, al- allowed to to, to 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 have happened. I think we sh- we should have sold some of these players. If, if there were signs that, for example, Ericsson wasn't going to sign a contract, that we should we should have long 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 sold them. Not this summer, but prior to that. Um, it, it, and I think the fa- yeah the failure to get rid of some of those players, the failure to get rid of some of the, some of the deadwoods um, in a timely manner, um, has also had an impact on bringing players in. So there are f- failures, yes, of Pochettino, but also the players themselves, and and the club and the board. Um, and the final thing I just throw before I bring you in, sorry, is that on the League Cup, um, Pochettino gets a lot of stick from our fans. Let's say he doesn't take the cup competition seriously. Well, he got us to a League Cup semi last season, two FA Cup semi-finals, and a League Cup final in his first season. Um, so if that's not taking it seriously, I don't know what, what, what is. Um, what he said on records, and again, it's been misinterpreted, and he's, he's he's gone back and he's tried to explain it, yet fans still don't get it, or people in the media as well, is that it's not the sort of competition that that defines you as a club anymore and mm-hmm. that's the harsh reality of football today that, that, that the champions league the money involved with that um is such that you've that's you've got to be at the top table of football to attract the best players to retain the best players um you've you know you've got to be in the top four season after season con- con- consistent and yes it's great to win trophies and he's and, and he he said that yeah of course I'd, I'd i'd like to win the league cup and the fa cup but they are not the competitions that will define us as a club um years and years ago sir alex ferguson i, I know he did win trophies at, at united but years and years ago 95 96 season that's a season that um they won the the double and it was a famous season well that's they won the double for a second time, as it were, at that time and it was a it was a season famously where you couldn't win anything with kids. Um they played York City at home in a League Cup tie, which they lost 3-0 at Old Trafford. That that day the they they made a few changes, just like Pochettino made changes, there were a few young players who, who came in and um, the likes of um Kevin Pilkington in, in goal, um, for Peter Schmeichel, you know, somebody that um probably many haven't heard of since. Um so he, he gave a few chances to to other other place. But he, he prioritised. He didn't take the competition seriously. By the way, that the, the the team that day included the likes of Paul Parker, Dennis Irwin, Lee, Lee Sharp, Gary Pallister, Philip Neville, David Beckham, Brian McClare, Ryan Giggs. I oh, yes I am reading this off 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 um off a website, um, I, that's actually surprised me because I, I remember the game, I don't remember it the, the the starting eleven being as strong as it was. They lost it three 0 and I think Ferguson was one of the first managers to play weakened teams in the League Cup because it was just for him it was like he was prioritising, and and that was actually one of the decisions which subsequently now you get all the teams that are involved in European competition they get a bye. Um, in the second round, so that they start um, the League Cup, in, in at the third round stage, and that really came off the back of Ferguson playing weekend team. So this isn't something new. The the accusations that are labelled at Pochettino, other managers do it. Other managers, as you say, make changes, um, David. And mm. uh, it's it's really just ridiculous. That you know, that really gets on my nerves about our fans. Mm. Criticise Pochettino. Well, yes, again, I understand frustrations. I understand that people want to win trophies, etc., etc. But for fuck's sake, get behind the manager. Zoe, thoughts on the yeah. Colchester game?
3: uh I mean, I echo both of your sentiments a hundred percent. You know, I completely agree. Um, I think, you know, to, to underline it in in a in a in a sort of roundabout way, we can't let embarrassment and because it was an embarrassing result we can't let disappointment and embarrassment cloud our rational judgement and you know I think we just got to look at that mob down the road and, and the way that they hounded out their previous manager and you know it's with with change doesn't necessarily come you know instant reward I mean you, you know Pochettino has has earned the right I think in in getting us to a Champions League final in completely turning our mindset around and of, of given me some of the most enjoyable football that I've seen at this club for a long time he's more than earned the right to try and turn a, what has been a, a, a sort of a, a dip in, in form if you like to, 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 to do his best to try and turn things around without you know throwing him under the bus and you know I, I don't know many people that are that are that are potch out. I think, like you say, pe- things like social media and media in general are are toxic places to be, and and they breed tox- toxicity because it, you know, they're looking for clicks on their website, as as, as David was saying, and you know, it, the the result was disappointing, and it 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 was embarrassing because you know you you want. To, to think that you can go to somewhere like Colchester, and 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 put them to the sword, but the the reality is is that you know Poch made quite a number of changes. He was fielding back at you know certain players that haven't had a a lot of football this this year, and and I think it underlined to a lot of Spurs fans, exactly how far away from the first team. I mean, the first team themselves haven't necessarily been playing at their sparkling best, but, you know, the the team that was fielded against Colchester, although it was a, a, a draw, you know, it, the, the players like Ali, you know, and, and things like that, they didn't look at their anywhere near the level that we've come to expect of them, and, and they're not going to because you know they're just coming back from injury You've got players like Boyd who were on the bench against Colchester you know it it's it's frustrating and it's and it's it's hard to take and it's 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 horrible to have to sit through the the, the waves of social media and having rival fans scoffing and and and, and sort of take pleasure in, in in the fact that you know we we lost on penalties to Colchester, but you know it, it's like you say. At the end of the day, this this is not the competition that Pochettino. It's not his bread and butter. That the, the likes of the the Champions League and and, and you know get, finishing as high up in the league that is that is where Pochettino is going to be judged ultimately at, at the end of the season by the fans and by the media. You know that that, that goes hand in hand, and to. to to throw him under the bus and, and to say you know Pochettino I, I think is ridiculous and why why would we want to cut our nose off to spite our face
1: yeah i just um to belief i mean this is a manager that has had opportunities to to go to other clubs he stood by us and um, you know he's got us to a champions league final that that that's journey to the final last season. I don't know. I know it didn't. We there was no tangible, yeah, uh, you know, something to show for it at the end in terms of trophy. Um, but that that that's for me. Those moments, that more hat trick, they're the things that. Um, that you stay with
2: they'll yeah, stay with yeah. you.
1: Yeah, they are. That's it, to me. It's comparable. Although it's um, Zoe wasn't born, and I was very very young. Um, it's probably i'd imagine comparable with with Ricky Veer's goal for example um yes. uh, against Man City exactly. in a cup final mm-hmm. um, or um something i do remember Gaza's free kick um uh, in in the um Semi final in 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 in, in, in ninety one or maybe more recent years, not perhaps to the same degree, but Crouch's winner against Man City, even Crouch's Crouch's winner in the San Siro when when we won one nil a few years ago, that, the, fantastic moments. That to me, that's what football is all about. And yes, trophies as well. Um, um, he's a man who's who's got us, you know, got us to a situation where. We've finished second the highest that we finished in the league since Bill Nick since 1963 um, he's got us into a situation where we have finished third second third fourth consistently in the league that's higher than any other manager since Bill Nick on a on a, on a consistent basis um, yet there's talk of well maybe second spurs as far as he can etc etc like he's not beyond criticism he, he the, the, there are things you can you can sit there and you can you can make a cr- Um, critique of Pochettino Um, I hasten to to add without knowing all of the facts because none of us, nobody's privy to what goes on behind closed doors but but to suggest that he isn't the right man um, is just a bit simplistic Um, to put all the blame on him and just to say the buck stops with the manager I think is is ridiculous Um, We've got Bayern next on Tuesday at home Um, how are we feeling about that one?
2: Yeah, difficult, uh, difficult game. Um, last season, uh, I'd have said, "Yep, I, I, I certainly uh, think we'd get a draw," and I said, "Yeah, we could possibly win it." Um, it's, it's going to be difficult. Uh, depends if we turn up, isn't it? Really, mm. um, if we go back to our form of last year, and I can see us doing it as well. Strangely enough, that Bayern will play an open game and allow us to play an open game, then we may well, as long as we defend well, yep, we may well come out with a win. Before you'd have been, you know, a few years ago, just as we are saying about Pochettino, a few years ago, you'd have said, well, almost not quite keeping the score down, but, go we'd be lucky to get much out of this. But this time round, we are dining at the top table for a, a, a very good reason, because we are that good enough to do it, um, as long as all the players are available and they're all focused. We will give them a, a, a heck of a game when you've got the likes of Ericsson if he's, he's and Ericsson really is our um, man to to set the tempo of the game. If he's on his game, yep, they'll be difficult um, to, to lads to play against. Ours will if our central defence play well, that's good. And you know that Kane and Son will play well. I can see Mora playing actually on, on this one. He tends to bring him in on these European games. Um, they don't like pace. So, no, I'm, 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 I'm confident of at least a draw anyway, and a tight game.
3: Uh, well, I think we've become, we've become expectant. We've not, not entitled, but we've become expectant now. It's like you say, we've we've at the top table now long enough. You know, we've we've come to expect that. You know, when we face these big teams these are the sort of games where we we seem to have that step up we seem to sort of go toe-to-toe with these massive teams and that's where the the big performances sort of tend to come out like like the the you know the the ones against Real Madrid or you know um Dortmund of, you know of, of of last year or a few few seasons ago and you know it's like you say it, this could be the sort of game that plays into Tottenham's hands you know not Expecting to be sort of having to break down a, a very resilient defence, they're going to want to, they're going to want to square up and, and go toe to toe with us, and and that could hopefully play into our hands and, and give Kane and, and and Son and and potentially you know like you say if Lucas starts, you know, that, give him the the license to sort of roam free and 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 get chances mm. in, in the game. And you know, I I would like to think that we could get at least a draw f- from it. But you know, if we came out and and won it, I I wouldn't be surprised either. Um, but you know, obviously our form at the moment is not is not too easy to predict. But you know, when you go into these these massive games in the Champions League, you, you always go with the mentality of to trying to win every single one of your group games. Yeah. You know, even if just to even if it's just to get enough points on the board so that it's in your own hands towards the end of the group stage you know getting mm-hmm. something from the game is is important um well, we've earned I
2: think, we've earned the right to be there haven't we we've earned exactly. the right to, to play these teams enjoy it exactly. you know go and enjoy it
3: that's what we want it's what we've wanted for the best yep. part of, of all these years and, and now posture's got it coming in a regular basis it's just a case of right what 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 team is it this year we're going to be playing and it just happens to be Bayern so we'll go there we'll support them 100% and and what will be will be as what as I always say
1: if I was going to push you by for a prediction
2: a draw low scoring draw
3: yeah I would say I'd go for a draw a draw and a hopeful hopeful win but a draw I'd, I'd happily take
1: yeah, I think we're going to get a draw. I think we're going to get one-all draw, which I think is perfectly fine. I think that's that's a good result. Yeah. Uh, absolutely fine. Um, we 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 might only be two po- after that two points um, after the first two games, but it's that's absolutely fine. That's two two more points than we had last year. Yeah, last year at this stage, <laughs> yeah. it's abs- it's absolutely fine. Uh, but uh, as, a, as I said before, I think if we can beat the other two teams, um, Olympiacos and Red Star Belgrade at home. And get draws against those teams away from home, then I think we'll, we'll, we'll be fine, regardless of what happens against Bayern. And I think um, I think I think we'll be fine on 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 Monday. I think um, Tuesday, Tuesday even. Um, I think that. Uh, um, Bar- Bayern Munich don't fear me in the way that Barcelona would. I've got the I've got a bit of an inferiority complex when I see Barcelona. I just I, I think they're just this, this fantastic team, and, and Messi's a fantastic player, and, and they're just on another planet. And and I, I when we played them last season, I, I didn't expect anything at all in the match, and we and we didn't come away with anything, and anything more would have been would have been a bonus. Um, I don't. F- feel that Bayern as good as they are or are that level um I think they'll come out and play as you said um David and I think that will suit us and I think generally we do raise our game against the 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 better teams and you know under the floodlights, etc etc I think we will be fine um yeah it will be it will be dependent on on the switch which Spurs come out um on the night um I think given that Lamella didn't start yesterday, I, I can see him playing. I think possibly Delhi. It's interesting to see if Eriksen starts. I, I think he probably will.
2: Um, Uri-, Uri will be well rested.
1: Well, he's. Uh, well, yeah, he'll be well rested. And, he, and he's and given that he's not playing on Saturday because he's not eligible, I'm, yeah, I'm sure
2: he'll
1: he'll he'll exactly he'll, he'll 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 play. Um, uh, I think we'll we'll, we'll be fine. Um. Let's finish finishing with a couple of questions. Um, the first one, not necessarily Spurs related. Um, Rodney, a question from Rod. He just says this is slightly off topic, but I saw a week or two back a snippet on BBC text that stated a vote amongst European footballers, um, had decided that the Etihad Stadium is the best stadium in the world. And I was wondering if the poddlers who had visited City's ground could confirm that verdict, or should it be taken with a pinch of salt? I only ask because the Etihad hardly had the finest of reputations for atmosphere or attendance so it'd be interesting to know if the place has something else going for it i'm taking a step back from that i don't know if he means does he mean the emirates or does he actually mean the etihad um david you've been to the etihad um
2: i thoughts have on it? Um, a couple of times right well it's an easy one for me because if meaning that etihad is the best no absolutely not what it was built for was um um commonwealth games wouldn't it yeah and they yeah. took they took it in as a rental um it's all facade and when you mm-hmm. see the outside um all those sort of turrets it's a bit of a lego looking thing the good side of it is it's got that box park it's got a band playing outside it, it's um, and we visited it with the, in the sunshine and it's lovely out there you know, it's great yeah. you can walk around um there are outside um, um food places so it's great but you walk in there and you think, well, this is just like a concrete inside here now. And the stand is just four stands. The atmosphere is OK. It's just middling. It's no more than a middling ground. Um, it, well, it doesn't have the atmosphere of um, Crystal Palace or Liverpool. Those two those two clubs are absolutely rattle. And I think ours does now. Um, and it and it will do as, as if the games build up and the importance of the games. You'll see the atmosphere really build in our ground. So, but... In compared to to our ground um there is but no comparison the inside of our ground is is just it's, it's like a palace in 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 uh, 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 uh comparison to the had i it's okay outside it's an oddity mm. actually it's quite an odd looking thing but it's interesting yeah. it's not it's an architectural thing you know oh that's nice but it is all facade go inside it oh.
1: well yeah what i say is whoever did this poll it's a vote, vote amongst European footballers. So Clearly, they haven't visited our stadiums. Simple as. Well, um, that's true. That's true. And I think the Etihad's okay, but it's it's much like many a stadium that was built in the early part of the 21st century, and they're all much of a muchness. And we've got a stadium that is. That will be the the, which is very different to all of those stadiums, to to the likes of Wembley and and, and the Emirates and the Etihad and etc. This is very much a stadium for for the future, and I think a template that uh, our stadium that that we used. for other stadiums, um, oh, yeah, it's, it's fine, but it's definitely not the best in the world. Um, right, finish off with I'll read all three questions, but essentially, they're the same thing, I think. So, firstly, another one from Gilly he says, Some bad news, Dabala has been UV's outstanding player and decisive in the past few ga- games. Given Potch's statement that we'll sort things out in January, does he mean outgoings or incomings? And if it's the latter, where might we prioritize? Similar sort of thing, Ed Brad, the squad has got stale over the last couple of seasons, many. Not many uh, new first team senior players, etc. Who would you move on from the current first team squad, and do you have your eyes on any replacements? And then, Richard Healy, we've made huge progress as a club in the last ten years. So, touch out. Trends have been ridiculous, but how much and what specific squad developments are needed in the next two windows? Okay, it's so not just January, but next summer to enable us to challenge City and Liverpool. Essentially, all saying the same thing. I mean, other, other than Gillies, looking specifically at, at January and and Ed and Richard, and maybe looking beyond that. Um, okay. <sighs> this is going to be quite a. Should we? Uh, well, should it we? It should it
2: we? Ju-
1: should we just do it position for p- position? Perhaps that's, that's the easiest way. So goalkeeper. Sorry, we just... if we do position for position, so if we just start off with 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 goalkeeper, um, if right. Hugo still the man, or or do we do we need to start looking ahead?
2: We could need to find another goalkeeper because um, uh, to back up because we've got two oldish goalkeepers, unless Alfie is is in good condition, but uh, to come in, um, otherwise need to look for one of them in the next uh, cup, not these two next two windows, though.
1: you don't rate Gaffanega?
2: Um, no it's alright but I'm looking because Gazaniga's th- about 30 now isn't he he's late twenties. yeah yeah uh, uh, but they're fine they're fine as they are I it's would, not would... a
3: priority position it's not I wouldn't oh. say it was a priority position at, at this moment you know the, nobody can nobody can can predict the future but at, at this moment it's not a position where you, where you jump out and go oh my goodness we need a brand new goalkeeper because it's just one of many positions that we need to look at but
1: that's yeah
3: uh, yeah. so for me it's
1: not a priority at the moment agree it, 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 it's, it's exactly that I think certainly we're, we're in a better position than a few years ago in terms of I think Gazaniga is a is a good backup choice or second keeper compared to when we had Vorm, perhaps and I think Lloris he's it, it, fine at the moment at some point we, we, he does need to replace but it's not a priority Okay, full backs um, left back I, I'd say at the moment we've got Rose Davis Session do we need to add to that?
2: No, they're fine.
3: I think I think at the moment it's 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 pretty it's pretty much you know a secure thing that they've got Cesc in as, as as very much a a long term replacement for 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 Danny or Ben. Um, I'm not sure whether Danny's future necessarily lies here in the long term and maybe in the next few windows that may be a situation that then presents itself and we may have to look to, um, if, unless we're going to entrust Ben with the position, you know, full time, it may be a position where, whereby Pochino can, can sort of look at, in the market and, and see what's available at, the t- at, at that particular time. I, I wouldn't be against um, looking looking to strengthen that area. I think the full back is, is, is a huge issue for us. It's It's been a position of, of, of strength, you know, in the last few years and, and, and now from from my personal point of view, I think it's become a, a position of real weakness for us, and I think we'd be naive not to not to at least see what was out there and mm. and if there's a, a, an availability in order to to replace the the right and and the left back potentially. I I think Pott would be foolish to to not explore that.
1: Well, I think I can see Session making a claim for that over the course of the season, as and when he finally it's available and and it starts playing and i think ben davis i always think you know he's good good backup left back and i think he can do a job when he uh, when he comes in yes he doesn't have the pace um that, that rose has i think rose will probably be moved on um after purchasing another left back yeah we'd probably look at it we'd probably look at if if Danny Rose did go, we, I'm sure we, we would look at who else is out there and, and look to improve. I'm not sure whether really it would be a priority. Where it's right back, hmm.
2: Yeah, need one. We need one. I'm, I, 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 I'm going to jump across this a little bit. Um, I because Ed Brad, I looked at Ed Brad's question. It's a very good question about um, um of freshening the squad up and what have you. Um, if we go back to Poch's first game. Uh, there are still five players playing today. Um, so we had Eric Dyer, Danny Rose. This is the first game against West Ham. Eric Dyer, Danny Rose, Christian Eriksen, Eric Lamella. Um, on came um, Harry Kane. Uh, also Ben Davis. Um, was it was seven? now?
1: And H- Hugo, presumably.
2: And Hu- Sorry, Hugo is the other one. Yes, you're quite right, yeah. Hugo. Now... Of the other teams uh, around us, the top, the Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea, and Manchester City. Five years on, they only have one player each from that era that are regular, is a regular player at the club. So it just shows how far we've had to sit behind the whole thing. Um, and this is part of the problem, and this is what I'm certain Poccino is be saying, being brave, etc., etc. It's not that I want to blame Levy or Poccino because you can't just like always go into a, a pick and mix and just take what you want. You can't. There's a lot of negotiation. There's players who may not want to come along. There's better offers elsewhere for players. We're trying as hard as we can, but this is what needs to be done. We do need, and, and we're going to go into the centre backs now. Well, my my question there is, well, if if they, well, I'm saying they are going. So we certainly need at least one centre back. I'm quite sure that Eric Dyer will become one of those centre backs once those two, if they do go, um, January or in the summer. Um, okay, so, so
1: if if they if they did go, if if take of argument, if Toby and Jan are gone in the summer, yeah. then we're left with Dyer. Yeah, I can I can see him dropping back to yeah. there. We've got Sanchez. Yeah, we've got Foyth. We've got Possibly Tananga.
2: Yeah, yeah, Tananga. Yeah.
1: Yep. Okay. Yep. I'd I'd say we need at least one other if we lost those two. Given we've got the other players. Yeah. And and we want to bring them along. I'd, I'd say I, I. To put it blunt, and I hate the, the the term because it's it's overused sometimes, but I'd say we need a world class centre back and we need a world class right back.
2: Well, that's where we are now, and that's the market. Now we've got the Dybala debate if you pardon the uh, Dybala one that's just the sort of player we've we've got to be looking at because they bring along a lot of commercial interest it, I'm going back to really where I was started off with um, winning the Carabao Cup at 100,000 pounds it doesn't bring us the money it is about the money and it really is the same people who are complaining uh, uh, about not playing the best team and so on are also complaining about paying for this and paying for that well you can't have it both ways and it is about the money and and that's what Levy has to do so we need those big signings now they will Real Madrid always boasts when they bring a player in the commercial interest and the money that comes in almost pays for that player and and that's what Levy wants to do he wants to get that massive commercial interest and I do wonder still we haven't got the naming rights on the stadium just how long it's waiting I, I, I think with not just the the Champions League last year, I thought that might kick it um, into place, but it may be a signing like Dybala in the next stage, and then uh, we may get... So that's what I'm looking for, and you're quite right, yeah. It's got to be a a world-class sort of centre-back. I I wrote some names down over here, and I thought, I I don't really... For Tarkowski at Burnley, it's not not a name you want. No, no. Of course it isn't. John Stones, I, John Stones has failed. I liked him. John Stones. If there's one, the one we missed was Diego Godin, who went on a free to Inter Milan. I know he's 33, but had one of the boys gone in the summer, I, I would like to think we could have got him. I mean, he's world class. That sort of player you could have had for a couple of seasons. And that's possibly where we are now. That we, it's not just youngsters we need to look at. We need to look at one or two experience and, and, a, and a star signing
1: if it's not world class it's going to be somebody who's very good yeah and can be world class yeah. so for example um, van Dyke, you wouldn't have said a few years ago he was world class but you'd have said he was a very good ac- 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 uh, accomplished Defender, yeah, with Premier League experience, which is also a, a bonus, and now he's gone. To, he's taken it to um, yeah. another level. Yeah. Level, and Liverpool were willing to pay a premium. We've got to do that. We were willing to pay a premium with um Dombele. and if if the Lo Celso deal becomes a permanent one in the summer, we're going to be paying um, a premium. It might be not necessarily that because of installments and and how the deal is structured, but. We're going to have to pay full-back, let's face it, for a very good player. And that's that sort of calibre that, that we need to bring in. OK, um, very briefly, midfield strikers.
2: Mm. You see, I like, um, yeah, if you could get rid of Ericsson, I still like James Madison or Jack Grealish. Uh, I know a lot of people may think, uh, I'm not so sure. But I, <laughs> they're, the pl- they're going to cost you now. I know mm. you'll say the boats sailed won't you? Yeah. But which I understand, but that's not the question, is it? So much. But one of the, although I think Jack Greenish might well come back to us uh, of interest if Aston Villa go down. Zoe, I'm sorry, I'm I'm really giving you not much. No,
3: no. It's just, <laughs> I, I, I'm picking my brain, thinking who who who, who, would I, who would I who would I who would I bring in? And to be honest, I, I can't see anything beyond if Erickson was to go. I, I I think Dybala is the is the natural. Replacement that certainly seems to be the player that Poch is most interested in, and I think you know if you're gonna if you're gonna let a player like Eriksen go, I think bringing in someone like Di, Di who who has that um, that reputation preceding him and, and is clearly a very talented player, I think I think it'd be foolish to to not at least explore the opportunity to bring him into the club. You know, if, if all the the little Eyes uh, and teeth can be dotted and crossed. I think that would be. I think that'd be a very astute signing. Um, I think midfield. Midfield is 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 the is the one place in the team where we have a real number of options, and that's including the likes of, you know, the um, Bele, Sissoko, who's just signed the new contract. Harry Winks, who I think is going to become a mainstay in that midfield, and and rightly so. I believe he's he's got that the mentality and and he's the, exactly the sort of player we need to be building this club around um and even the likes of oliver skip and, and you know who knows whether he'll make it at this club and and i hope because he's a he's a topman boy i hope he follows the likes of winks and 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 harry and, and becomes a mainstay in, in this in this club but you know i think like you say i think we want to be bringing players like that through because they're going to be such a vital vitally important part of this this club's identity of, of, of bringing through our own players because you know if, if we go by the same reckoning of of bringing in world-class players and and I believe we do need them then the likes of Harry Kane and Harry Winks they they don't they don't get their opportunity and they and they disappear off to to some other club and you know c- you know what will we be now without Harry Kane taking his opportunity and when he did and you know, it, it's nothing is certain in football, and and I, you know, I I hope that as long as we have the right recruitment in place, I think I, I'm I'm confident in in the fact that Poch will identify the players that he wants. Mm. It's just down to Levy to to stump up the cash, and I think that's I always think, been the issue, really.
1: Yeah, I think, but I think I think I think part of that though is, <laughs> is part of the problem, and it goes back to what I said earlier: is getting rid of summits in order to. Bring players in, yeah. Levy needs to get the the, the checkbook out, but should we also need to, yeah, ex- exactly definitely. that. And and I think that uh, Wanyama, bless him, he had a great first season, but I think we we yeah. need to m- m- yeah. move them him on. Um, we, we've held on to some players for too long. Yeah, do and and uh, Jansen, you know, they they went last. They went this summer, but they should have gone a long, long time yeah. ago. Yeah. Um. The centre backs. I really do hope that you're wrong, and David yep. but, and, and I Toby hope. and and and, and stay. But um, that they might go. Ericsson Well, Rose. I think needs to go. I think Uriah needs to go. I think that Ericsson clearly doesn't want to be at the club um, unless you can surprise me and sign a contract. Um, he, uh, then we need to move him on. I would, I would actually, wouldn't mind losing him in January and bringing in Dybala. I think Dybala is the sort of player that would lift the club. Yep. Um, he's a top top player. If I was going to add anybody else to that in terms of a sort of central midfield player, then I would say that, and I don't, I can't. Think of a player, but in terms of a sort of position, I would like a sort of Wanyama, Roy Keane type player. Somebody who can sit in front of the back four who um, can provide that shields, but can also provide a bit of bite in midfield and, and drive, and, and has got energy. Um, and and yeah, Madison, um, I like what I saw last week um, for Leicester. I'm not a fan of. I I can see why. You like Grealish, um, but I don't know. There are certain aspects to his game. So I don't, he's got an Alice band as well. We don't want that sort of... I, <laughs> um, I, I like Madison. Madison, I, I can see him. If we lost Erickson, I, I can see him come in. And Dybala, I think that he is quite versatile. He can play off a striker. He can play as a striker. Yep. Um, which actually, let's face it, we're not. We haven't had a good record in terms of getting in, out, and out strikers because you know the ones that we have got, Lorente, janssen they haven't done. I mean, yet Lorente, okay, he had his moments last season, but generally they haven't flourished. Part of that is because they are playing second fiddle to Harry Kane. They're not going to get run-in of games. Um, and trying to attract other sort of strikers is very difficult because they they know that we we tend to play with one striker and that's Harry Kane and they know it, it, it's the, the situation you said a few weeks ago with the lad who Chelsea had um, whose name escaped you at the time and then I reminded you of, of, of him but now whose name escapes me um, the Spanish Spanish lad Morata um, uh, that's yes, the one yeah so thank much. you Zoe thank, thank you, you. <laughs> um, I think that you've always got that problem with a getting in another out and out striker and I think actually we've done best when we've got a Amora or we've got a Son somebody who can play as a striker if Kane's um or a false nine if Kane is, is is out injured or can play off a striker or can play wide and I think Dybala gives all of those options as well as you know he has he's a big name and he and he and he's got you know he's got a, he's got a bit a bit about him um we need to be brave. We really need to in yep. the transfer m- market. And Pochettino talked about a painful rebuild, and I think that we haven't really seen that yet. But I think we will start to see that, and I think we will start to see players, some of whom have been, i't know, favourites amongst fans, um, will 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 depart. And that's that's football. That's that that happens. Um, arguably, it, maybe it should have happened a long time ago, but but, but the, the, the inactivity over, over those two windows whether that's because of financial um, constraints, because of the new stadium or, or what, I don't know, maybe meant that we couldn't move as quickly as, as, as we could, um, but Pochettino's frustrations might be more around that um, it might be the fact that, you know, he wanted, for example, Alvald and Eriksen long gone out, out out of the club, and, and, and we've not managed to get rid of those players, because the clubs who have come in for them aren't willing to meet our valuation but we've yeah. we've got to we've got to move certain players on it's going to be painful yep. for the fans there's going to be question marks raised but um hopefully we can we can bring a better quality of player than the one than the fantastic players that we've we've had till now that have served us well yep and and and, and they can take us on, to, on on to the next level
2: yep indeed
1: Right, Um, that's been a very long podcast. Um, The next podcast will be a week... um, I actually don't know when it's going to be. It's going to be some point next weekend. Um, uh, uh, But until then, firstly, thank you, Zoe. Thank you, guys. Thank you, David. Yep, cheers. And until next time, the future's bright, the future's lily-white. Good night.
0: Good night. Come on Tottenham, the bass are bloody slow. You are the first team, the last team my dreams have ever seen. Put on that lily white and run on to that green. White Hart Lane has seen its pain, it's at its low of nights. we fought our team through thick and thin and all those boring nights. And when the game is done, we'll sing a song and talk it out all night. Hey! Come on Tottenham, stack it in the goal oh, Come goodness. on Tottenham, the not be so bloody slow You are the first team, the last team my dreams have ever seen Pull on that lady white and run on to that green Oh, we've seen them come, we've seen them go, the name's up on our shirt the Gods have failed as men are hailed and faces in the dirt Now gather round and sing it out and we'll talk out all the